Hello, Devoted Geeks, and welcome to Calm Talk, podcast extension of Geek Devotions, a show from Devoted Geeks who are devoted to letting you know that you are loved. I'm Dallas. I'm so glad you guys can hit the play button. Whether you're listening to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever, hey, thanks for allowing us to be wherever you're at today. Ladies and gentlemen, I am uh, excited today about today's show because today is another one of our garden files. If you're new to Calm Talk, we unfortunately lost like the first 13 episodes of our show it was really tragic to to us uh but thanks to our great friend john haru uh, we were able to recover them so we've been um putting them out periodically and today ladies and gentlemen this is one of those original audios that we had dating back to july 30th of 2017 where celeste and i got to do an interview with our good friend tim taylor who is an old friend of celeste's from back in the day who is an author and so hope you guys enjoy this conversation and uh know that we love you care about you and we also want to encourage you guys make sure you guys uh, subscribe to this podcast because in the coming weeks we're gonna have a couple cool episodes coming out as we begin our christmas theme we're calling it mythical mayhem i think that's what we're calling it we're workshopping the name but it's whatever <laughs> but that's gonna be our theme for for christmas time frame that being said ladies and gentlemen let's get into today's conversation garden files lost now activating john harry protocol garden files found initiating lost files Hello, Devoted Geeks, and welcome to episode 11 of Calm Talk, the podcast extension of Geek Devotions, a YouTube show from a couple of devoted geeks that are devoted to letting people know that they're loved. I am Dallas, and with me, as always, is a beautiful and wonderful and talented Celeste. There we go. And on today's episode, we are interviewing Timothy A. Taylor, author of the fantasy novel series The Last Singer. This was an interview previously recorded for our YouTube show, but we decided that all of our devoted geeks who listen to our podcast needed to hear it too. Before we do that, though, we want to do a few things. Yeah, we decided to switch things up and have a little bit of fun. One of those things is uh, we want to read uh, some of the reviews that people have left on our iTunes. Um, if you check us out on iTunes, uh, leave us a review. And um, we love to read it, and also your interesting names. <laughs> yes, because the name of this comment that we are about to read, the person who commented this comment, is The Whispering Loon. And I have to say, I appreciate your name because that's really funny to me. <laughs> um, the Whispering Loon says, Awesome podcast by awesome people. This is a great podcast spinoff of a great YouTube channel. Celeste and Dallas have a great chemistry and have interesting insight into matters that are spiritual, geeky, and spiritually geeky. <laughs> cool beans. Well, we appreciate you, Whispering Loon. And if, hey, guys, if you'd like to have us read your comments on our stuff, uh, just leave a comment on our iTunes. And then about once a week or so, we'll look at it. And if there's new ones, we'll read them off. If there's a flood of them all of a sudden, we'll just read a couple of them. Face them out. Yeah, you know, just so we can continue doing this on a regular basis. But, hey, we really appreciate your guys' reviews. That really does help us in the long run. And also, it helps if you guys share out this podcast with your friends. That being said, another thing that we need to talk about real quick before we get into everything is that uh, Celeste and I, we're starting a You Caring campaign. Um, it's kind of like Kickstarter and all that, except for some of the rules are they're just better for what we're doing. But we're trying to raise some funds to uh, take Geek Devotions to level two. We're starting uh, season two of Geek Devotions next week, Woo-hoo! and we're super excited about it. I'm working on some new graphics and some things to kind of 
spruce things up, make it look a little different. Since it is a second season, you know. Yes. <laughs> but that yes. said, um, there's we some are, equipment. We have gone longer than Firefly. Right. <laughs> that said, we need, um, we just need to upgrade our equipment. We, there's some things that we need that in order to make this better and to make stuff that we believe people um, need to hear. But because of the way the culture is, if you're not putting out quality, it's not well received. And so we want to bring our quality up a level so we can continue ministering to people in a wide variety of ways. So, and there's going to be some, um, what's we're looking for? Incentives. Yeah. Rewards. Yeah. Rewards. Like if you, if you donate so much, then you'll get a prize of some sort or, you know, something like that. You know, you'd be on a Google hangout with us. You might be on an episode of Com talk with us, uh, or maybe on geek devotions. I don't know. So, so we're working it out, working out the details. We're going to be announcing that officially with all the details here in a couple of weeks. So be ready for all of that because we're super excited about it. Now that all of that has been said, let's get into the meat of this podcast. As you listen this pod, to this podcast, please interact with us. Send us your thoughts on what we're saying via Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or leave a comment on iTunes. You can find us simply by looking up Geek Devotions. If you're watching this on YouTube, then leave comments down below and interact with us on our Facebook and Instagram. And perhaps you can be our next Devoted Geek of the Week. Absolutely. So, guys, our interview with Timothy A. Taylor. Here you go. Hey, guys. What Geek Devotions show from a couple of Devoted Geeks. Devoted to let people know that they're loved. I'm Dallas, and this is... And we're so glad you hit the play button. Welcome to Extra Tuesday. Again. And uh, again, we had some technical difficulties earlier today, and uh, we're doing this. Uh, but we are interviewing Timothy Taylor, um, who is an author, author <laughs> of, and he's written uh, some really interesting books that, let me tell you something, has sent Celeste into next level. She's been like mad geeking out over these books. And so we uh, we brought Timothy on. And Timothy, say hi to the beautiful people at home, man. Hello, beautiful people. Thanks so much for having me on. <laughs> cool. Yay. So Celeste, why don't you tell uh, our, our friends watching us who, who, Tim, who Tim is and, and do you mind me calling you Tim or do you prefer Timothy? You can call me Bob. No, Tim, Tim is fine. <laughs> I know you as Tim, so that's what yeah, I automatically fine. call you. Yes. Unless I'm saying your last name because you're not a tool man. Um, <laughs> no, Tim is fine. <laughs> cool beans, cool beans. Um, okay, so Tim has written... A started writing a book series called The Last Singer. The first book was called The Singer. The book that just came out this year is called Light and Shadows, and it's set in, and correct me if I'm pronouncing this wrong, um, Aram? Aram? Ariam. Ariam. Yeah, totally messed that one up. <laughs> <laughs> I can spell it for you. Um, so, and it is. A very, very interesting world to me. The fact that in the book, the world was created with song is awesome. Yeah. Like, character came in and sang the world into being. <laughs> like, short of being a lion, which has already been done, that's pretty sweet. <laughs> I'm glad you approved. Thank you. <laughs> 
Um, she just put you on C.S. Lewis status. Yeah. I just want to point that out. You know, that's, that's what she that's, just did. That's no pressure at all for the next book in the series. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a compliment. I appreciate it. Now I'm going to go cry. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So, seeing as you have created this amazing world that's kind of steampunkish, and I really like that. What was your inspiration for this this brainchild? Yeah, so when um, when when we were going to school, I was actually working on another book. It was a kids' book um, that involved time travel because I love you know I love the past. Um, and that book kind of didn't really go anywhere. I got 10 chapters in and just really didn't know where to take the story. Um, but I really kind of loved the idea of putting something in this other time period. And there were some kind of steampunky vibes in that one. And I was really discovering that as um, um, kind of a universe and a world-building genre that I really loved. Uh, but then I also wanted to kind of explore, you know, what would happen um, in this fantasy world if the things that we do, like singing or, you know, art or speaking or dancing, what if those could literally affect the world around us. Um, so that's kind of where all of that came from. That is awesome. So I, I appreciate the descriptions in the book that you use because you're very good with words and the way, imagine that author good with words, <laughs> the way you describe things, I can picture it. So it's, I've lived in this world which I know a lot of people who read a lot say, but there's some books where you're like, okay, I'm sitting in my living room while I'm reading this book. And then there's other books where it's like you're in the world. And so you very much in this book series feel like you're in the world. That so, is like the best people, compliment anybody could pay me. So thank you. You're welcome. I promise I'm not trying. I'm just saying things. So... What was the writing process? I know you said you spun it off of the kids series that I knew you were writing at the time. Mm -hmm. I always wondered what happened with that. So I'm glad to know. Um, what was the writing process for the first book and the second book? Like, and how did they differ? So for um, for the singer, uh, I was I was actually I had this idea that kind of spun off of that kids book that I did, where I kind of took some of the characters and reimagined them in this world, and I kind of just started just started writing it, and I was actually working on. Um, on another book, um, and and I just kept kind of turning back to the singer, like that was the one that had captured my imagination, captured my attention, um, and that process it took about three years um, of just kind of you know fiddling with it and you know building the world and establishing concepts, and then um, a couple of years ago I was part of a group um, of creative people who were all we were all working on a project and we had a six month deadline, so I chose oh, wow. the singer as as my project, like I was going to finish in six months, which I finished it in seven. Um, and <laughs> that was my project for that. Um, so that, that one, it was, it was, it was great. Cause like I had all this like work done and then, and I wrote this series and I knew where it was going. And then when I started to write the second book, um, I was like, wow, there's, there's another story that I feel like I need to tell before I get into this second book, which is actually, so there's in, in the singer, there's a female 
protagonist and the, the male person that she's kind of interested in, he becomes the main protagonist in the next book, but I couldn't have him telling this part of the story. So that's when I decided to kind of detour and write this little novella, um, which that process was, it was a little bit more difficult and mm. there was a different, you know, um, um, a, a different point of view. Um, it was a different character and um, I actually wrote it and then I ended up having to kind of, rework the story a bit so that one i wrote it in a couple of months but then i kind of sat on it for about a year and then i reworked it before it was published sounds good now you mentioned the seer um and okay so i was going to move on to the next question but i'm going to wait on the next question because i really want to say this i had said Mm -hmm. in the first time we did this that i appreciated the differences between the two protagonists in Light and Shadows and then it's well in The Singer. Um, and that still holds, obviously, because you know, mm-hmm. I haven't changed that much in the last <laughs> few minutes. Um, but it was it's interesting to me to see the differences because in The Singer, Safira is a very light character. I mean, she has her problems, she deals with her things, but she's very much the character that everybody loves to love. She's the one that's like, oh, she's so cute. I just want to put her in my pocket. Um, And whereas Katya is the tragic character to me. She's the one that, you know, you're like, oh my God. At first you hate her and then you're like, oh, I am a horrible person for hating you. (laughs) So, okay, now that... I really love that. That no, I'm sorry. I, I I really love that. Like I feel like it's like when I hate a character in something, like and and somebody can make me do that, like make me have that kind of response. Um, I love that. And it's it's ironic because Kedia was initially just kind of a throwaway character. Like she was never really supposed to come back. Um, and then um, as I was like finishing the novel, I was like, I'm not done with this character. And then she's kind of spun off and really kind of taken on a really cool life of her own. Which I think that's the best characters are that way. So. <laughs> the ones that think for themselves. The ones that think. What does that say about me, though, as a writer? Like, <laughs> we, we won't get into that. Okay. We'll have Dallas's sister analyze you later. Okay, cool. <laughs> She's a counselor, by the way. She's a counselor. <laughs> We're all fine in here. <laughs> She's actually watching live right now. So okay, She's cool. making sure She's our audio is okay. Right now. Probably, because <laughs> that's what she does. You'll get a bill in the mail later. Okay. So... I will say this about the characters that are the side characters that have become popular over the last several years. We've seen several characters come out in the mainstream media that were mm-hmm. start off as just throwaway characters. One of the mm-hmm. most recent popular ones is uh, Harley Quinn. Oh, yeah. Um, she was yeah. Just supposed to be a throwaway character, a one off in a cartoon series, mm-hmm. and she's kind of brought up to this phenomenon. So yeah, I'm, I'm fantastic. I was thinking of Coulson. <laughs> Yeah, Colson's you know, the same he way. He was supposed to die in the fans no. Yeah. <laughs> so you never know who you're creating, man. Yeah. Just, yeah. It might just connect with somebody. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so my next question is, when can we expect the seer to come out? Because I am I'm uber excited about this. So, um, so that is again, like the question I get asked the most and it's, it's, it's funny, you know, cause you, 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 you don't think about sometimes like how quickly, you know, stories are, stories are read and people want to know what happens. And, um, so right now I'm, 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 I'm working on, um, creating, I, I'm, I'm about a 
about halfway through the writing process for this year. So I'm probably going to have that done in the next couple of months, a rough draft. And then, and then from there, it goes to my editors and to my test readers um, so I can get feedback and make sure that everything makes sense. And um, so we're probably looking at late spring, summer of next year is when the book is actually going to be out. So I'm sorry. Like, like this is, this is giving me new perspective because I do that. I read a book. I'm like, where's the next one? And I'm like, okay, this person needs, you know, they like, it, it's hard. It takes time. It takes time to write it. So, but at the same time, I wouldn't want you to rush it <laughs> right. because just to give me something I want, right. I would want something because I don't normally yeah. talk to my authors. So right. this is weird, but I don't, I would want something that matches and if that takes until next spring or summer, then it takes until next spring or summer, and I will love it when it comes out. Right. <laughs> well, and, and and I also find that I I kind of write like I read too because I tend to write quickly as well. And sometimes the characters don't cooperate. Sometimes they're like, "We're staying here. We're sitting here. We're not moving." You know. And so I have to put it down, and I have to walk away for a little bit because I wanted to be done with this like a year and a half right. ago. So, but you know, and it's tough for the kids they won't cooperate. So. <laughs> Right. Yeah. And I appreciate you. And then, um, and side note, um, my sister Tamara's in the chat. She says hi to you. But, um, <laughs> but um, what is the writing process for you? Like you just said, like, you know, you got, you're trying to go through this. And you, you want it done, but you're hitting these roadblocks. What do you do to get past those roadblocks where you're just like, I got to move past and get through this character? Yeah, so um, I do a couple of things. So yes, I do write when the muse strikes. So there, 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 there are moments when I am just really feeling a flow on something and, 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 and on kind of where a story is going. And I can just crank out, you know, just chapters and chapters and chapters. One time I wrote like 10,000 words in a day and my fingers hurt, but it was, you know, I just cranked the story out. Right. Um, and then and then other times I do find that like I, I'll back the characters into a corner and I'm not quite sure how to get them out of this situation or this, you know, and if it's something that's not like pivotal to the movement of the story, like if everybody's sitting around having dinner and having an argument and it's not going to move the plot forward, I just put literally in parentheses finish this and I move on to the next scene. So, <laughs> and sometimes that comes back to bite me because I go a direction that doesn't work, you know, so um, right. And then other times, you know, like, like I, I, uh, you know, being, being a writer who's also, you know, a Christian, I pray, you know, through my writing process because, um, you know, these books are not just about me and what I want to say. Like, I, you know, I really do, um, you know, like, 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 like my faith and my beliefs just really fuels it. And so, um, there are sometimes I find that, you know, there are things that I need to work. There are things that I need to, um, things that I need to process, like spiritually, that I need to pray through, you know, before mm-hmm. I can necessarily write the character going through this journey. So, um, right. even though sometimes I feel that, like, maybe it's not flowing the way that I want it to, there's almost always a reason. Um, right. Like, we got we got shadows and lights out of that process was because there was something else I needed to do and work through, and then I was like, oh, there's a whole other story here. So, yeah, very cool. It's interesting to say that because, like, we I know that last time we create geek devotions. Um, we go through the same, like sometimes it's just like the geek devotions, what we've just been processing all week long yeah. and we're trying to get through something. And I feel like that's something that cross pollinates within every, uh, creative art style, whether it's the, you're, you're drawing, you're painting, you're, you're doing videos or you're writing a book. There is that process. And I think that's what makes good stories is, yeah. um, when the author has struggled with it and they've had to work through the process, there's more of a, a passion or reality that's, that's input into the characters that they're writing out. Right. Well, and if you look at it in, in music, mm-hmm. especially since the book is about music, right. Um, 
it's, you know, some of the most beautiful songs, even songs that are not about godly things. Some of the most beautiful songs are songs that uh, someone had to go through something right. to create. Yeah. You know, they had to yeah. work for it. I was having a discussion with someone. They're talking about how we, we dislike adulting because we don't want, well, there's other things we could do uh, rather than work and pay our bills. Um, but it's one of those things of if you didn't work and pay your bills and you could do whatever you wanted all the time, then it wouldn't mean as much when you got to do what you really wanted to do. So it's a similar process and I'm not entirely sure how my brain went to right. there, but here we go. <laughs> do, you, do you have a music background since the stories revolving around music? Um, somewhat. So I did, um, I studied worship music in college, um, and mm. I sing, but I don't really play anything. So if, right. if you look really closely, there's never a lot of detail about what the characters are playing or how they're playing the instrument. It's just like, so and so picked up the guitar, you know, and so, but, um, you know, so, but, but singing, I do understand. Um, right. so I think that's probably why the, why, why the main character was, was a singer. Down. Very cool. Very cool. Okay. So. Now, what other ministry things are you involved in? So I know that you said before you're in, you're involved in a lot of things, but what are some of those things? Yeah. So um, personally, from a ministry standpoint, I really feel like my ministry is through the arts. Um, so I do that in a few ways. So in addition to writing books, I'm also a playwright. Um, so I have um, a couple of plays that I've written. One of them was produced um, last year, got really good reviews, is actually being produced again um, in November. So I extend that invitation again if you guys want to come to Indiana, <laughs> but it's really cold up here in November. Um, and then I also do, um, I do arts ministry at my church. So we have a um, an arts community of just creative types, all types of creatives from people who are writers to artists to this fantastic woman who does crochet. And um, um, so whatever you do, like we want you to be a part of our group and we just encourage other creatives and other artists. And, and then of course I have, you know, I, I do, I, I direct and I do theater art stuff and I do puppetry and um, just there, there's a lot of different, a lot of different, a lot of different pies that I have these fingers in. <laughs> I was actually just right before you called me to tell me you would be able to redo this tonight, mm -hmm. telling Dallas about your Downton Abbey paper dolls. Is that what you oh, call yeah, those? Yeah, uh -huh. yeah. I love those. <laughs> and and my, my his mom was very, very, very excited to see them. She thought they were adorable. So we may at some point get some of those from you. But... <laughs> Yeah, and, and it, that, that, that was kind of one of those weird things. Like I had, it was just something I did for a friend, and then all of a sudden it was like took on this like life of its own. And I was like, okay, I was like, I'll make paper dolls. Why not? Why not? <laughs> <laughs> why not? It's fun. <laughs> okay. Well, and my last question for you is: Where can people find you to check out your stuff? Uh, so if you go to my website, it's www.timothyataylor.com. You must put the A in there. Um, and that's got information about my books, information about my plays. Um, it will have information soon about my art. Um, and also, also has links to my Facebook, Twitter, and um, even links to my Pinterest account, um, which uh, has also some artwork and some pictures of um, things that inspire me and things that um, I feel um, resemble the world of REM that I'm writing about. 
Okay, sounds good. Did you have anything else? No, uh, those of you guys are watching this right now, uh, already watching the rebroadcast later. Uh, we will have all these links down in our description below. We can separate his uh, Instagram and Twitter so you guys can go to it directly. Um, but we want to encourage you guys to do us a favor, though. Support Timothy with the ways doing here, all right? Um, support Christian authors support ones that are doing it well uh, because that that is key. We we, we here Geek Devotions believe in doing quality stuff. We believe in putting stuff out that's again it's life changing but quality and helping people to do more of what they love and, and are passionate about. And it's very clear from this interview that Timothy, you are very passionate about what you're doing here, man. And we're we're excited about that and excited to have you on our show here uh, with us today. Well, thank you so much for just, you know, for, for giving, for giving geeks like me an outlet. <laughs> so, um, I mean, you, you guys are awesome. This is, this is an awesome opportunity. Thank you so much. You're awesome. welcome. Hey, real quick, because um, I know you brought your, right now you're in your church's fellowship hall, community center thing, Bobber. Uh, <laughs> I think called it like, what do we call it? A sanctuary thing? It, it's a wall. Sanctuary-esque. Yeah, it looks sanctuary-esque. <laughs> so but what, what is the name of your church, man? And where can they find it? Yeah. It's, that they're in your um, area. Sure. It's, um, um, it's, it's, it's Indie Vineyard. So it's a vineyard church. And if you go to IndieVineyard.com, so that's I-N-D-Y-V-I-N-E-Y-A-R-D.com. <laughs> you never had to say that loud, did you? <laughs> I, had to say, it, I had to stop and think about that one. I don't know. I may have missed a letter there. <laughs> so very cool. All right. Sweet, man. Well, we appreciate you so much. And again, those of you who are watching this on the broadcast, just favor and check out his stuff. And also, obviously, check out our stuff on social media at Geek Devotions. And uh, if you've enjoyed this content and you'd like to see more of it, uh, hit the subscribe button. All right. And we're back. Hope you guys enjoyed the interview with Timothy. Uh, we enjoyed it. We had a lot of fun talking with him. We, we did, even, even with all the hiccups. All the hiccups that we had going into it. Um, and afterwards, we had a after the broadcast on on. Um, YouTube. We actually had some time with him afterwards to talk about some stuff, and uh, I can honestly say that Timothy's a really cool and very interesting guy. I know Celeste has a lot of personal history with him, and uh, we could recommend his stuff more. So please check all of his stuff out. So I think that's all, though. But um, a little bit of wrap up stuff. We have to do something special. I think it's time for our devoted geek of the week. Our wonderful devoted geek of the week. We would like to congratulate our Devoted Geek of the Week, Dale White. Dale! Dale was our Devoted Geek of the Week previously, but we were never able to get a hold of him so that we could honor him properly. Therefore, we're doing it again. If you'd like to be our Devoted Geek of the Week, all you have to do is interact and talk to us. You know, yeah. hang out. I have to say this about Dale. He has been there for almost every episode, and even the ones he's missed, he goes back and comments. Yeah, of the Geek Devotions. Of the Geek Devotions. Now, I don't know if he act, if he listens to our podcast, mm -hmm. but he is he is there. He actually, it was interesting, he was gone for a few weeks, and we were like, man, Dale hasn't commented. And, you know, we just kind of thought maybe he'd stopped watching. Because <laughs> that happens. It does. <laughs> and he came, he commented on something, and we're like, hey, where have you been? Apparently he had some, some personal things come up. He just wasn't able to watch YouTube for a right. while. So, so, yeah. But we have other people's comments regularly. We, we really do. appreciate, like uh, Jonathan, who uh, he, he's uh, he's been part of our stuff for a while, and uh, he was actually the, the first devoted geek of the week, actually. And he regularly sends me messages on Facebook, going, "Hey, you know, what about this? What about that?" So we really appreciate y'all's interaction, and please interact with us and talk with us and help us, you know, to see things in a bigger spotlight. So 
Thanks so much for taking time to listen to Calm Talk today. If you love this episode, head over to iTunes, subscribe, rate, and leave a review. You never know. We might actually uh, say it here on air. Uh, all that said, it's always just appreciated any uh, feedback you guys give us. But until next Sunday, you beautiful and amazing devoted geeks. Stay devoted. Peace and love, guys. <laughs>